0: And I certainly will be coming in for some pizza sometime soon because you've made me feel really hungry.
1: Uncaged Wisdom, Cheetah Digital's podcast for modern marketing.
0: So I'm Louise Hamer-Brown, uh, Client Marketing Director at Cheetah Digital, and I am delighted to be joined by Sonia today from Pizza Hut. So, Sonia, tell us a little bit about your role.
1: I'm Sonia Mooney. I work as a digital marketing lead at Pizza Hut Restaurants UK. Um, so, I look after basically all our digital channels. So, that includes our CRM, our social media, our PPC, uh, SEO, and our paid media as well.
0: That was quite a broad remit. Do you have uh, a team to support you there?
1: Well, currently, we're, I'm working with me, myself and I. We've, uh, we're operating very lean team after COVID, but we do work with a number of brilliant agencies um, that we outsource uh, various, various work to.
0: Tell us a little bit about Pizza Hut Restaurant.
1: Uh, sure, so I've worked with the company for about five years now. Um, Pizza Hut Restaurants UK is actually a franchisee of Yum!, so we're owned owned by Yum, but we operate all their restaurants in the UK. Um, we've been operating here for over 45 years now. Um, and certainly since I've been here, we've undergone a, a massive refurbishment programme. So we've had over £16 million investment in our huts, um, in giving a fantastic revamp across our estate. And, and really trying to appeal to the younger generation and get people back in and loving, loving the brand again. And so it's been a really exciting time to uh,
0: be at the business. So Pizza Hut is a a very much loved and well-known brand in the UK and also known in America. So in the UK, how many uh, restaurants have you got now and, and how big is the team behind that operation? Sure. So we
1: have um, just under 200 restaurants in the UK and that's supported by four and a half thousand employees uh, UK wide.
0: And how important is digital marketing to, to the operation of that that huge number of restaurants?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, it's pivotal really to all our communications. Um, certainly at the moment uh, through COVID, it's been our main way of communicating to our guests. Um, so email we've relied heavily on uh, to up, update all our um, guests with what's happening with our restaurants.
0: Yeah that must have been a, a key challenge during this time um, communicating with your customers and, and keeping them engaged generally during a time when you, you're not being able to open and trade every day as you normally would so has that been really challenging for you?
1: I think the hospitality sector has been one of the worst hits so we've We've absolutely gone through some, some really um, difficult times. But, um, yeah, email's been fantastic in letting our guests, you know, know what's going on, reassuring them that we're still here, and then also letting them know about the offerings that we have. So we've still been able to offer collection services and work with our aggregator partnerships as well. So if we didn't have our digital channels, you know, we wouldn't be able to speak to these guests. So it is a great way of, of really reaching reaching our core audience.
0: So we've been operating a takeaway service um, in place of uh, restaurants that are open and trading, is that right?
1: Yeah, in various times throughout the lockdown, obviously, restrictions have changed. And um, so we've adapted accordingly. Uh, but predominantly, we've offered a takeaway collection service. And we worked in partnerships with uh, aggregators, of so Deliveroo, Just Eat and Uber Eats, uh, enabling us to offer delivery service as well of our products.
0: Yeah, that's been quite a common move in, in this particular sector. So did that require a lot of digital transformation? I guess that obviously generated a lot of work for you and your team.
1: The News is, um, we actually had the ball rolling for it, certainly with our aggregator partnerships, but before um, COVID. So we were up and running with Deliveroo and Uber Eats already, um, and Just Eat was uh, given the the pushover um, as COVID came. So the great thing is that the infrastructure was all already there, and the huts were used to using them. Um, I think. One of the bigger challenges for us was uh, certainly communicating to our guests and making sure that they they, they knew we had this offering as well.
0: I think we've seen a huge change, haven't we, in the way that uh, the customer bases have interacted with brands during COVID. You know, swapping some of their traditional behaviours, you know, going out for a family meal, perhaps, to to actually buying online and ordering online and and becoming more tech savvy themselves. So, how did you sort of get into that mindset? What what did you have to change in order to to reach that market? And in fact, did you find that your audience had actually changed, so maybe seeing new a new customer base? You no, know, that's a good question.
1: I think one of the, the kind of monumental achievements for us this year has been the introduction of our mobile ordering system. So, when we were trading in open for dine in, we launched a new system that allows all, I guess, to order online via our menu and get their food delivered um, to the table with, without having to have interaction with the server. Um, so, it is a fantastic uh, feature and it's something we rolled out, and it's had about 80% uptake, which is phenomenal. But um one of the big challenges with that is is education to the guests, a reassurance that they're still going to get the same level of service. Uh, and also working with our team members as well to ensure they're fully um, you know, fully happy with with the system we've got in place and, and ensuring them that it's gonna work efficiently and effectively. So yeah, that has been a really big achievement for us. Um and certainly I think. I think what COVID's done in a lot of ways is kind of sped up people's appetite for for tech. And um, you know, if we'd introduced the mobile ordering system maybe a few years ago, I don't think that the the majority of people would would um, be as open to using it. Whereas launching it last year you know where a lot of the state are are offering something similar at least comparable um you you're almost forced to catch up with it and and forced to use it um and and by that's the new industry standard really that you know everyone's a bit more open to tech
0: yeah and I think probably more open-minded to brands as well because you might have thought of you know particular Operators for, for pizza delivery, but now suddenly you've got more choice than you had before. So that can only be a good thing for the customer base.
1: Absolutely, and and that's why we were keen to get work with several delivery um, partners and for aggregators because you know we can get our brand out to as many places as possible and ultimately let let as many people as possible have our food because it's a really popular brand with you know great products. So yeah, for us it's um yes yeah, it's, it's been fundamental in reaching new audiences as well.
0: So who is your sort of typical customer base and how do you segment that? Who, who is the typical Pizza Hut customer?
1: So we have um, we have a variety of core segments. I guess we do index very highly with young families because um, our huts are, are such a fun environment and kids certainly love, you know, the, the feature, the unlimited features we have. So the ICF and the, the buffet and things like that. So certainly our core, one of our core audiences is young families. Uh, but equally, we do index highly with millennials and gen sets coming through as, again, like a fun place people like to come to.
0: Do you find that different segments and profiles kind of use, you you use different communication channels?
1: What unites our segments is the majority use on mobile. Um, however, we obviously segment based on communication. Um, one of, the, one of the things we do, so we have a number of ways of segmenting. Um, on, on a basic level, we look to have relevant communications for a hut that people are associated to. Associated to. So if we know what your favourite hut is, we'll send you relevant communications for that. Um, and then deal-based. Um, so do we know if people are particularly deal savvy? Would they like to hear more deals? Um, do they have children? Have they let us know they have got kids. And then, likewise, we'll send them more kids-focused. And one segment that we're really seeing growing in the last couple of years is alternative diets, um, so our vegan offering, gluten-free. So we've actually launched a full vegan menu now just because it's been so popular. Um, and certainly that's something we'd like to take forward in our email campaign, so identifying those users that really um, – want to hear more about our vegan offerings and have that as a tailored segment to make because it is quite polarizing, you know, and we've got diehard meat lovers who love our pepperoni and they wouldn't think of going vegan. Um, And then we've got those in the middle, but then then we've got the vegan lovers as well. So I think that's something we have to be quite careful with in the communications, just making sure that segmentation is is, um, bespoke where possible.
0: So using tailored, more personalised communications to help, I guess, with your your product innovation, to expand your market um, as well through various channels. So we were talking a little earlier, Sonia, about some of your future plans and ambitions and um, how you're working with Cheetah Digital. Tell me a little bit of how you work with Cheetah Digital, typically on a project, and then perhaps you could talk a little bit about what you're planning to do next.
1: So we do work closely with um, Cheetah Digital, and we've got a fantastic um, customer success manager, Nav, who we work really closely with. Um, so I, I guess a typical project we might work with them on is, you know, if we're looking to optimize a, a particular project sense, um, we'll do uh, um, analysis with them, we'll do a regression analysis to understand, I uh, just so really get to the 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 of the data and understand you know when is the best time to send what are what sorts of subject lines are performing the best and just identifying kind of key factors that that can help us optimize so that's certainly the sorts of projects we've worked with him in in the past um and we tend to give quite a broad brief and and then get you know as we get on we you know segment it down of funnel it down to get more specific um answer where we're going. Uh, But yeah, we've had success in in the past of of optimizing our um, open rates significantly. Uh, But yeah, where we're really heading to in the future is we have signed up to onboard the EDP as the engagement data platform, which we're really excited about. So it's going to give us a chance to utilize um, some of the data coming in from our mobile ordering system. So I mentioned earlier that we've got this new system to allow guests to order online in huts. And what the really fun thing is now we're going to have all this data coming into the system. So we'll know, you know, when people are visiting, what product they're ordering. It's all obviously anonymized, but it will allow us to have really, um, really segmented, feed into our personalization of our emails and ultimately uh, give people content that's more relevant to them.
0: Yeah, so allow you to create a single customer view to track behaviour and events and communication channels and to optimise accordingly so that you get that hyper-personalised approach to your communications.
1: It's exciting for us because it comes at a time where we've got access to this whole new data source, this new data feed coming in. So the project is quite a big one in that we're going to reconfigure our data feeds um, and then beyond that really look at how we do. De- develop these profiles Um, and as much as we'd like to be very segmented at the moment there's you know a lot of limitations in place so um, this is an opportunity to kind of start afresh and think actually you know what are our core segments how how do how do we want to split up people but also look at profiles in general you know we can identify different types of, of customer viewing so as I mentioned we know that we over index highly with young families and we tend to index well as well with millennials, but really beyond that, looking at what what our average guest profiles look like, and and really just you know expanding that beyond your know, more limited profile range.
0: So moving away from sort of demographics to to really powering more dynamic content. Based on on behaviours and and you know a whole range of data and also, EDP allows you to model data as well and predict data and create new new clusters and new um, profiles as well. It's really good to hear actually you know having sort of had the impact of COVID, um, but that hasn't deterred you from moving forward and thinking about. The future and where the growth is going to come from in the future and you know how you can continue to outperform in the markets where you have been successful and how perhaps you can recover in the in the markets that you need to as well. I think that's that's really good advice for anybody in your shoes to, to continue to look forward and, and to to not be a scared scared to innovate and you know keep that digital transformation going um ongoing what would you advise someone who uh, is just starting out on that journey as a a marketeer in your particular sector?
1: Yeah, I think um, there's, there's no one, you know, amazing thing. I think you should do, but I think for what's worked for us is test and learn. Um, You know, no matter what, what the challenges this year, there's been so much that's been thrown at us uh, in 2020. Um, And you try something, it might not work and you learn from it and you do something else. Um, And that's for, the, the approach we it's really just taking us through. Um, so especially especially during this time, unprecedented time, I think you you've got you can't be afraid of change and you can't be afraid of, of trying, trying something different and, and just yet, yeah, just being open to to um adapting new ways. You you can't um you have to be really adaptable, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
0: So what would be your key takeaway or a key learning based on your experience, Sonia?
1: Sonia, it's good to look at the business as a whole and really champion what everyone's been able to do. And, and as I was saying, you know, adapt to be flexible, but really just conquer adversity. Um, and so, for example, even with our product offerings, we've had to totally redo what we're offering, I guess. So. Pizza's really known for our kind of self-serve concept. So with our buffet, or salad bar, um, which, you know, with, with COVID and the enhanced um, regulations, the self-service wasn't an option. Um, so we did introduce our buffet concept, which is essentially unlimited pizza served to you at the table, um, which is, you know, obviously a big education piece with our guests, making sure they're still aware you get as much pizza as you want. It's still a really compelling offering, but it is just changed entire business uh, is just full of wonderful people that have adapted to change and overcome this adversity so whether it's changing our our food offering, whether it's our team members in hot implementing all the various you know hygiene standards and, and working hard to make our guests feel safe and secure or our IT department you know imp- implementing our mobile ordering solution it really is just a fantastic business that's come together to, to overcome this, this really hard time for a for
0: sector. Well, it's been great talking to you today. Thank you, Sonia. Um, Learned a lot from you.
1: Thank you very much. Subscribe to Uncaged Wisdom for the latest and greatest in digital marketing insights and how they're solving problems with software and strategies.